This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hi again, everybody. Welcome in the Black and Blue Report Friday edition. We made it, didn't we? The end of the week is finally here. The weather's great, and we've got a big football weekend in front of us that actually started last night. How'd you like that season opening win for the Kansas City Chiefs? Pulling the upset in Foxborough. Crazy game, but it sure was good to watch uh, regular season football, and the NFL season is now officially underway. We're underway here on our podcast. We've got both Saints and Pelicans covered for you today. Got some great interviews, including a one-on-one with starting right tackle Zach Streif today. We'll listen in on Adrian Peterson's uh, presser yesterday regarding his return to Minnesota as the Saints get ready for the game against the Vikings on Monday Night Football. Speaking of Monday Night Football, Lisa Salters will be with us on Monday, and so will Ian Eagle from Westwood One. And then later on today, uh, we've, he'll, we'll hear from Del Demps. I've got a one-on-one interview with the Pelicans general manager, And we'll kind of take the pulse of the Pelicans here as a lot of guys are returning to town. And we are literally two weeks away from the start, uh, the official start, I guess, of training camp. So a busy Friday here on the Black and Blue Report. Uh, Before we get to our interviews, though, obviously many of you may have heard already. If you haven't, there was some jarring news out of Saints camp earlier today and, and, and of a very serious nature. Uh, here, John Dorenboss, a newly acquired long snapper for the Saints, is now going to be on the uh, non-football injury list as an aortic aneurysm was discovered here this week. And the news broke this morning. I, I do want to play for you uh, how Saints head coach Sean Payton broke that news to the media. It was a part of his conference call with the media earlier today. All right. Hey, real quick, I want to – I want to – give you guys this information uh, regarding John Dornboss, our long snapper. Yesterday, it was discovered on a follow-up physical that he has a uh, an aneurysm, an aortic aneurysm. It's going to require surgery. Um, so he'll get put on NFI. Uh, this is a pretty serious uh, condition, and not only will it require open heart surgery, it, it's going to require pretty quickly. Um, Dr. Amos is the one that kind of discovered it and uh, and basically saved his life with with his findings. So he did further up te- further uh, further tests and evaluations, and we met twice yesterday. Um, you know, certainly news like this is is a a big alert for him. Um, so we've got a handful of long snappers coming in today that we'll be working out, um, and he'll go uh, he'll go on to the NFI reserve list. So that'll happen, I think, in today's transaction. So, Sean, I mean, will that is there any way to rescind the trade, or is it too late now? Yeah, that'll take that will that will handle that'll handle itself. In other words, this this was a a pre-existing condition. This is something that genetically he had at birth. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so he had passed a lot of physicals before. and, and Listen, I can't speak for Philadelphia or the other teams he's been with, um, but I do know that uh, 
that that's something that came up on our physical and 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 look, look there's a blessing to it in, in, in some regards regarding uh regarding him i mean finding an aneurysm this size it, you know it's something that uh will require immediate surgery and 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 credit you know credit dr amos he uh he was the first one that kind of caught the red flag Uh, it's been a tough year, obviously, for you guys with, with two of these types of situations coming on. Is yeah, this one's different. This one's different. This one is an entirely different situation, and and this one was – fortunately, both were caught in time, but this one was caught uh, earlier, and, and it's a completely different heart condition. Sean, I know there are bigger concerns, but bringing in a snapper – you know, this late in the week, is it easy to get up to speed that quickly with, with the guys you need to get up to speed with? Well, it's easier if you bring one in than not bring one in. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I, I look, I think it's a challenge. You want to, you want to get the timing down and, and, you know, this is one of the things that you can't control. You can't worry about her. You know, you, you got to coach and, and get ready. So certainly news that none of us expected, uh, it is a is it is of a very serious nature. Um, you got the you got the details there from head coach Sean Payton and what the Saints are going to do to not only alleviate the problem uh, on the field but also in helping John um, get his get his body taken care of uh, here in a very serious and uh, swift manner. So our prayers are certainly with John and his family, especially his lovely wife, and uh, we wish him all the best uh, as we go into the weekend. Let's take our first time out, and let's begin our visits today here on the Black and Blue Report. We'll hear from Zach Streif and Adrian Peterson right after this. If you don't want to miss out on any of the action, get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus text with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Hi, it's Mark Roaming. When I'm not announcing first down, Saints, I'm listening to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back. Time to dive into our conversations and I guess our guest uh, here on the Black and Blue Report for this uh, Friday. Uh, again, we'll have a special game day edition on Monday. Uh, John DeShazer from Minneapolis, Lisa Salters from ESPN, and Ian Eagle calling the game on radio nationally for Westwood One. Uh, this week, though, I had a chance to uh, sit down with Zach Streif, uh, one of the best spokesmen for the team. And uh, here is my one-on-one visit with Zach Streif leading into the regular season opener for the Black and Gold. So I told Max Hunger, Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're ready to get rolling, I think. No matter how many years I play, I never like training camp. It never gets to a point where I'm like, it's like I'm excited to go back, but then once it starts, it's like, ah, oh, this is training camp. And um, and yet, when you get to this point, it's like, okay, it was worth it because we're finally getting a roll here. And um, I think there's a lot of excitement in this locker room about getting started. What's the same? What's different about this go around? Well, um, obviously, I think uh, th- there's a lot that's very familiar. Um, you know, the plays are coming out of the same guy's mouth and being sent in by the same person. Um, you know, I think uh, we've got some continuity in the team. There's, there's guys back from last year, and yet I think there's been a big 
influx and in, in new faces in this building that are going to contribute real early for us. Um, you know, several on the offense, several on the defense, and um, I think those young guys playing well has kind of lifted the group as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's excitement. Um, you know, not that that's different than the first before the first game in a year. Um, you know, and sometimes it's hard to put your finger on why is that different, but uh, this is a very close team that enjoys spending time around each other, and that's not always easy to do. Um, and I think this team's got it, and, and uh, my experience says you can you can grow a lot from, from being in that situation. Did winning in the preseason help at all? I don't think there's any doubt that winning games in the preseason is helpful for a team. I don't think it's... Uh, I don't think it's like a detriment you can't recover from. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, depends on the year before a lot. I think for us, having not had the success we wanted the last few years, not just in the preseason, but in the regular season as well, I think it was important for this team to build some confidence. Um, and I feel that in this locker room right now. I feel like, uh, you know, the guys on defense really feel great about what they're doing, the defense, about what Dennis is looking for out of them. Um, and I think offensively, it's been interesting. Obviously, in the preseason, it's a lot less aggressive. It's a lot less game planned uh, for us offensively. But we go in every game kind of with a thought of this is what we'd like to accomplish. And, and we accomplish a lot more of that than what some people might expect. So um, I think there's a lot of confidence in here. And I think that's what is going to make these first games important for us uh, to maintain that. What's your favorite aspect about the offense going into this, into this year, this new addition, I guess? We're awfully multiple. I think we, we have a lot of weapons and the ability to spread the ball to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And, um, you know, when you have a, a field general like we do with the ability to, to get all those moving parts going in the, right, in the same direction, um, well, that makes us very dangerous. Um, that being said, Unfortunately, as an offensive lineman, I know that we could derail all of that up front. Um, so there's uh, obviously a lot of pressure on us um, to let those playmakers make plays for us. And um, that being said, I feel great about the group that we've got. I feel really good about us. So uh, I think we're excited. As an observer, I can't help but, but get excited about a top five offense going against a top five defense on Monday night. Is that is that the kind of clash that that gets a player excited in week one? I think so. I think there's, uh, it's a chance to test yourself very quickly. And I think coming out of the preseason, sometimes that's what you're looking for is, you're, you're, it's like you're anxious to find out, you know, because like I said, everybody feels great right now. Every team in the NFL thinks this is the year and that's the nature of this game. And uh, we're going to find out very quickly if we're going to be as good an offense as we think we are. And, uh, Again, one game doesn't make a season either direction. So whether we come out and can't move the ball or we come out and light up the scoreboard doesn't mean the next game we're promised anything. Uh, but I do think it'll be fun for us to get out and see, you know, what this group's really made of. Give me an idea on Monday, something that they do really well on that defensive side that if you're handling it or not handling it would kind of answer a little more to the question you just spoke to. Well, I think this front seven is about as good as, as we play. And, and we've... I feel like I've said that the last three weeks because we've we've faced a bunch of good front sevens, you know, in the preseason. And um, But this is a real stout, physical, aggressive group. They play downhill. Um, I think if we're able to run the ball early, it will be a big, uh, big boost for us because I know we'll be able to throw it. Uh, and that being said, we don't want to – we have too many weapons in the backfield to get into passing competitions every single week. I think 
Um, if we're able to get that run game going early, uh, it will make a, a big difference for this offense. Thanks, Zach. Thanks. There are a few visits that I enjoy more than the ones I get with uh, Zach Streif. Thanks, Zach. Good luck uh, to you as you begin the new season. All right, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, obviously one of the big major storylines is the debut of Adrian Peterson in the black and gold, and it gets even better because the Saints open against his former team, the Minnesota Vikings, a place where he spent a decade and was the face of that franchise putting together a Hall of Fame career uh, in purple. So I want to share with you Adrian Peterson in front of his locker yesterday in the Saints locker room. He met with the media to talk about his debut with the Saints and... That return to Minneapolis. How you doing? Good. 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 How, how big a week is this for you, Adrian? That's big. You know, it's week one. Um, it's a good way to, to change the tide. You know, starting the season off with a with a big win, and you know, for me, going back to Minnesota, um, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm just trying to keep myself calm until Monday night comes around. Would that be difficult to do? No, not at all. No, no. You know, it is what it is. Um, at the end of the day, you still have something to accomplish, and that's leaving. With a W. Will you run any harder than you usually run? No. You know, I, I'm always out there max, maxed out, so it won't be anything different. Well, it would be kind of like your, you know, like your first game in college. I'm sure there was a nervous energy, your first game in the pros, nervous energy. This is a first for you playing for the Saints against your former team. Will it be kind of like a nervous type energy in some way, like a first for you? Um, in a sense, you know, but uh, I think that's like any game you approach, really. You know, um, I... I can't say a little more because we're playing the Vikings and I was there for 10 years, you know. Um, but uh, just that natural nervousness and, until that first snap is, is, is over. What kind of reception do you expect to get? Um, a great one. You know, I, I wouldn't expect anything other than that. You had mentioned to Mark Craig from the Star Tribune that you wanted to, quote, stick it to the Vikings. How do you balance the desire to do well and, and also just trying to stay focused heading into that game? Um, it's easy, you know, like, I want to stick it to every team, you know, I want to, you know, have a great performance against, you know, all our opponents this, this season, um, so it wouldn't, that comment wouldn't be anything different than I would say about, you know, Green Bay when we play those guys, you know, but, um, hey, the only thing that's going to be different is playing, you know, my first game with a new team, you know, back in my old home, you know, that's going to be the only difference, but, you know, I'm excited. We've all been working hard this week, preparing, and uh, you know, getting ready to take care of business. Adrian, how, how much of your emotions include any animosity? I mean, that you wanted them to want to keep you and, and think they maybe gave up on you or something like that? Yeah, it's not really a lot of animosity, to be honest, because you know, once I left after our exit meetings, we, we were on the same page, and uh, um, that being is that it was up in the air. You know, and I understood that, and they understood it from my end as well. So, you know, when I got that call, uh, I wasn't surprised. You know, for me, it was just, okay, now, you know, you know, finally have this new chapter that I can, you know, I can start. You know, so uh, it was a great 10 years there, and just on something new, new and better. Can you give, can you give the Saints any intel on the Minnesota defense, or is that overrated in your opinion? Yeah, I can give some intel, you know. I'm not going to share it with you guys, but, you know, I've been doing that this week, uh, giving my opinion uh, both sides of the ball. It's a little, a little more difficult on the offensive side of the ball when you're talking about, like, the offensive linemen. Um, the two guys that are left there are the same guys that I talked to Rick Spielman with about in my exit meeting 
that I felt like were the best two guys we had, you know, Burge and uh, Sheryls. You know, those two guys are there. Everyone else has got cut or released, you know. So um, they have a lot of new guys up front that uh, be facing our defense. Adrian, have you talked to anybody that's gone through this experience to ask them for advice on how to handle your emotions or any, anything from somebody who's done something like this? Uh, yeah, I talked to uh, Greg Jennings. And uh, so I was able to get some some good feedback from him, you know, just being in a different atmosphere after being somewhere for a long time and just getting to know your players and your, your coaches and, and um, you know, then when you go back, you know, to play your opposing team, just, you know, stay within yourself, you know, so that's kind of what I've been doing. It didn't work out as good for Greg, though, as you probably mm -hmm. hope it's going to work out for you. Yeah, yeah, it, it didn't, but, uh, you know, I, I think we are in different positions in our life, um, but I'm looking for amazing things to happen for me and our team. Do you talk about this game this week with your teammates, or do you want to try to not be a distraction, your return be a distraction, just kind of, it's a regular game for everybody else in here? Yeah, that's how I want to keep it, you know. Um, I don't want to put any extra emphasis on it, like, hey, we got to really focus or do this and do that because we're playing my old team, you know. It's, hey, you know, we know our matchup defensively. Let's do a great job of studying film and seeing what they present. You know, it's early. So you have to go off a lot of stuff they did last year and what they've shown in the preseason. Um, but for me, the biggest thing is leaving with a W. I don't care how we get it. You know, if it's 600-yard passing, you know, and 80 yards on the ground, um, as long as we get a W, you know, I'm fine with that. But I, I, I expect those numbers to be a little more balanced. <laughs> Adrian, uh, if I remember right, you signed three or four or five days after the game was actually put on the schedule. Did it, did it at all? Was it at all like a final icing on a cake for you to say, to make the decision to choose New Orleans when you saw that schedule? No, actually, the decision was already made before the schedule even yeah. came out. Yeah. We were just, just kind of in the works of um, the language within the contract and getting things all squirreled away. So uh, when it came, when that came, it was more icing that way. Like, okay, yeah. that would be a good way to start off the season. I, I know you, you say you've gotten that call from the Vikings, sort of letting you know they were going to pick up your option, but was there no talk about coming back at a discounted rate? It was just kind of clear that you guys were going to part ways? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a conversation in our exit meeting, and they asked me how I felt about coming back, and I was like, hey, we're able to work something out. And then, you know, then, you know, um, I wouldn't mind coming back. You know, but it was still up in the air, and the next time I heard from them, I was in San Diego. I mean, not San Diego, but San Antonio, and I got a call from my agent around about 1.30. And uh, he was like, Rick is going to call you, but it's too late. I'm like, no, I'll tell Rick to give me a call. It's cool. And uh, I got the call and talked to Rick for, for a minute. Next day I talked to Ziggy. You know, we expressed, you know, um, our thanks for, you know, what I did for the organization, what they did for me. And uh, it was on to the next thing. I know you've covered this in camp mm -hmm. uh, before. But, but how, how motivated are you to show that you still have it? Um... I, to be honest with you, I think it'll just come um, just based on the work that I put in and just honestly the God-given ability, you know, I've been blessed with. Um, so I don't, it's, it's kind of crazy because it's like the year before, like, you know, I tore my MCL, my uh, meniscus week, week two. But the year before that, I laid the league in Russia and I was sent out for a year, you know, um, with a mediocre offensive line. So it's like, yeah, I got hurt the year after that, but... You know, I'm back and I'm healthy. It's, it's, it's just, I guess for me, it's just always crazy to sit back and see how just because, you know, I'm 32 now, people say, oh, well, 
maybe he's losing it because this back or that back lost it around that, you know, around that time. But then they just, you know, you race the 2014 season when I came back after sitting out for a year and, you know, led the league in rushing, you know. So, you know, to be honest with you, I always feel like I have something to prove. Um, so it's nothing different going into this year. Are you worried with the three-headed monster that you guys have, you might not get enough snaps to prove that you won against this team? <laughs> no, I'm not worried. You know, we got some we got some incredible talent on the defense side, I mean, offense side of the ball. Um, Alvin, man, you know, he, he's, he's a special kid. He's going to be able to do a lot in this offense. Um, I knew the style of the offense um, before I signed to come in here. And, you know, Mark, you know, he's doing this thing as well. Um, and I'm sure he worked even harder, you know, once he found out I was coming in. And um, so I feel like we're all going to be able to contribute. Um, I don't know. You know, it's, it's week one, so it'll be um, a good chance for everyone to see how things can kind of play out. And, and taking it that it is week one, you know, there's things that could adjust, you know, week two, leading on to week three. So I think it's new for everyone um, having this type of depth at the running back position. So I think it'll take a little time to, to fill out what exactly, um, we, you know, we're able to do best. Adrian, who's the guy on that other team that's going to want to relish the opportunity? Everson yeah, Griffin, without a doubt. <laughs> you know, he's a guy. We we kind of went back and forth in practice. He's my boy. You know, but we went back and back and forth in practice a lot. And he talks a lot of trash. I'm kind of quiet. Don't say much. You know, um, but he'll be he'll be amped up to to try to hit me. So. I'm looking forward to that. Has and, anyone texted you this week? Or keep that stuff kind of quiet during the game. I kind of keep it kind of quiet. You know, uh, just got a couple of texts from like Tom Johnson, um, Brian, you know, uh, B. Rob, um, because they live uh, partially in in Houston as well. So they was kind of checking on the family and seeing how things were. Uh, and um, got a text from uh, Chad Greenway. You know, he's retired, but that's that's my guy as well. But kind of we haven't been going back and forth like, hey. It's, it's time on Monday, you know. Not even, not even from your fellow Sooner, Sam Bradford, getting hurt from him. No, no, I'm sure he's he's focused on trying to see what he's going to be able to do against our defense, you know. I know that we've been asking you about this since the day you signed. Is it almost like let's get this one over with so I can just be asked about football from this point instead of the build up and the lead up to this game? Because it seems like we we've, we've asked this a lot. A little bit, you know. I was talking to my wife about that last night actually, and uh, she was like, "So, babe, you know." How pumped up were you for Monday night? <laughs> so, but, you know, for me, it's just, you know, it's going to be cool going back, seeing the guys and playing against those guys. But, you know, the most important thing is, is leaving with a W. You know, that's the most important thing. So, yeah, to answer your question, it'll be good once the week is, once we get this W, we'll be going to New England. You, uh, you can do touchdown celebrations now. Any, have you been working on any Minnesota-inspired touchdown dances? <laughs> I haven't. I've been thinking about it. You know, the younger guys are like, hey, you need to try to do something. So. I don't know. I might come up with something. I expect to get in, get in the end zone. So, who knows? I might just stick to the old traditional knee down and give him, you know, shoot my love up top to the do Lord. Do you always expect to get in the end zone? Yeah. <laughs> every play. That's my vision is to get in the end zone every time I touch it. I'm sure you're not putting any pressure demands on Sean Payton, but do you kind of hope there's a an Adrian special or, you know, a certain play or a certain, you know, moment design in this game plan? <laughs> yeah, you know, or any any run play is an Adrian special to me, you know, <laughs> because I'm going to be trying to get every inch I can get um, when, when my number is called, you know, so we got some AD specials in there.
Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. He must be a big deal since he's verified on Twitter. He's Sean Kelly, and this is the Black and Blue Report. Well, our final segment on this Friday, we get to turn our attention to Pelicans basketball, and it's been a while, but a chance here to visit with Pelicans general manager Dell Demps. First of all, great to see you. Look great. You must have had a great summer, right? Had a good summer. Um, ready to get back. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here right now, and the guys just left the building. Um, we actually had some good workouts today with Anthony, Demarcus, Drew. Uh, Rondo actually came in here really early this morning. He had to get 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 out of town, but it, it's great to see all the guys back in town, getting ready to prepare for uh, the, the the upcoming season. I talked to Coach Calipari up at Kentucky a couple weeks back, I guess it was, and he just couldn't get over the way that this group works. And you, I think you just spoke to that here as they've all get get themselves back into town. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we got a lot to prove right now. We know we got a lot of work to do. Um, the guys are committed. The guys are hungry. Um, the coaching staff, you know, they're, they're, they're ready to get after it. Um, and, you know, we're only a couple weeks away. What does a Rondo holiday backcourt look like here even before training camp starts? Can, can you help me in, share with what you've seen in your head with regard to the way that would look on the floor? You know, first, they're two team guys. That, that's the most important thing, that they're, they're thinking team first. And um, defensively, they're going to be able to switch. Um, offensively, they can make plays for other people as well as for themselves. Um, I think that we're going to be a really good passing team this year, um, especially with DeMarcus. Um, Anthony's actually been working on his ball handling and passing. We're going to put him in positions where he's going to be able to be a playmaker. And I, I really feel good about the look of our team going into the season. Others outside this building, sometimes Dell bring up the fact that, hey, look at all these pieces that Dell Demps has brought in. Fantastic. How do they all? How do they all fit together? Is that still remain to be seen, or do you feel that it's already happening? That's going to be our biggest challenge, I think, going into to the season is the fit. You know, chemistry on paper doesn't always come true, um, and I think we got a lot of guys that. I, thing that I'm, I'm happy is that we got some defensive minded guys that want to win and want to pass the ball. And I think um, that's going to be big for our team this year, that sharing the ball, creating the spacing. Um, we're going to, we're, you know, our, 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 our theme this year is think big. You know, we're going to go with our two big guys along with Drew and Rondo. And um, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to grind out some games. I think we're going to win some games that um, are going to be fun to watch. But I think as a fan, um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see these guys put it all together because I can see it in their eyes how much they want it. You mentioned the bigs, and, and one of them is still big but not as big. I walked by DeMarcus Cousins the other day. He looks like the sports car version of DeMarcus Cousins. Can you see it on, on the floor in his play? He's committed. Yeah. You know, and I think for Pelican fans, they should be jumping up and down right now because I am. I mean, he's committed. You can see all the work he's done in the offseason to prepare for this season. And um, he, he's he's committed, you know. And um, I think when you talk to 
the other guys on the team and coaches and everybody sees how important it is to him. Is this one of those years where I know there's less preseason games, but if there was just going to be one more year of the old way, the six to eight preseason games, would, the, would this be the year to do it because of what you're putting together? Yeah, um, but at the same time, that's why we feel good that, you know, the majority of the team is here right now working together. And I think the guys, they understand that we're going to have to do this quick. Um, the good thing is we got a head start last year at the trade deadline with Anthony DeMarcus working together, and then those guys worked out together a lot this summer. Um, but, you know, our coaches are actually going on a retreat this weekend where they're going to get together and um, come with the plan, the organization, get everything all ready. And, you know, we start camp in, I think, two weeks. Unbelievable. Speaking of camp starting and the season about to start, individual game ticket sales finally, finally happened this week. I know a lot of fans are excited about that. Uh, you get to sit in a pretty good spot for all the games. But if, if Dell, just from a, being a basketball fan, if you were to start to circle some that you would go grab your ducats for, what would be uh, some of the, the more keen uh, matchups that you'd like to see this season? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you this. The first preseason game against Chicago, believe it or not, I would love to come out there just to see what this team looks like as a fan. Opening night, you know, you're playing against the NBA champion Golden State Warriors. How, how, how can you pass on that one? Um, and then the next home game is Cleveland. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's good because we're embracing this challenge that we're going to find out real quick, you know, where the bar is. And, you know, we I think eight of our first 12 are on the road and two of those – four at home or Golden State and Cleveland, you know, you got to love it. You got to embrace it. You got to accept the challenge and say, hey, this is the NBA. Let's do it. I'm glad that you're going to steer us in that direction because it took my breath away, Dell, when I saw those first couple of games, especially those two at home. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we start off with a West Coast road trip where, uh, you know, we go to L.A., Portland, Sac, um, you know, opening nights at Memphis, you know. And so, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Hey, let's let's just go find out how good we are. What's a team on the schedule that comes through here to New Orleans, whether it's just the one time a year like an Eastern Conference team or some of the Western Conference teams that maybe is off of somebody's radar, but as you, you know, as a general manager of the NBA say, hey, by the way, make sure you go see that matchup or that player or that team. You know, Philadelphia is going to be interesting this year. You know, they're young players and they've added some veterans. Um They've had some guys that have been injured all coming back. Everybody wants to see what they're going to look like. So they're, they're a team that, you know, the East Coast team that you're going to you're going to look at. Um, I think uh, Washington is one of those teams that, you know, they had a great second half of the season last year. And, you know, then they lost in the playoffs. And they're pretty back bringing back their, their team. Um, they're, I think, a really good team that people don't talk about as much. And so uh, – and Toronto. I think Toronto um, – they're going to look a little different, but those are some Eastern Conference teams, and obviously Boston, Cleveland, that, you know, when they come in here, I think those are going to be fun games. Dell, I think some fans sometimes look at a game and say, well, I don't know if I want to commit yet because so-and-so may be resting that night or whatever. Do you think, Dell, that because the schedule has been spread out a little bit more, that more coaches around the league will have less of those regularly scheduled rest nights, or will they – still be that need because i i get that part too um that'll be interesting to see you know we're hoping that you know teams you know as a league you know play their players a the majority of the nights or most of the nights all the nights um i think each team is going to make that decision and i think a lot of it's going to depend on that player you know as he banged up as he been hurt you know 
you know, has, does he have an injury history? Um, for us right now, you know, we're looking to go play games. We're looking to go win games, um, and we're going to try to win every game. Gosh, I can't wait. I know you can't either. Camp's almost here. All the best, Del, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Fans, come out to the Smoothie King Center. It's going to be rocking. Yeah. No doubt. We need that home floor advantage. Those will be ultra important in that tough, tough Western Conference. All right, that'll do it for us on this Friday. We've had a great show today. Obviously, some strange news with the John Doran boss, and we want to thank Coach Payton as well. And it was great to hear from Adrian Peterson and, of course, Dell Demps, too. Everybody have a great weekend, and we'll be back with you on Monday. That's a game day for the Saints. And like uh, Mr. Demp said, well, the basketball conversation gets hot and heavy here in a real quick fashion. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at Moon Central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.